0: Voyager radio, self-development radio for the open mind, interviews with leading-edge authors and speakers, psychic phenomena and the unexplained, UFOs, extraterrestrial encounters, government cover-ups, alternative healthcare, new technologies. And now, Bruce Stephen Holmes for Timeless Voyager Radio. me this evening a very interesting gentleman. His name is Dan Littlewood, and uh, we're kind of laughing about this. He's a former pastry cook, truck driver, bus driver, and many other uh, jobs. Uh, He comes originally from Australia. Um, Dan, you've been in America many times. Um, He claims to have had no interest at all in the metaphysical realms and finds himself in the center of new age thought and I think the best way to start is to ask you Dan what exactly is it that you do and maybe you can begin talking to our listeners and telling them
1: a little bit about how this all started and and, uh, where it has brought you. I guess in actual truth I don't really know where it started it must have started long before I realized it started. The lady that introduced me to it said that um, seeds don't sprout on infertile soil so I guess I must have been ready for it on a deeper level than the conscious level but uh, as he was saying I, I certainly had no interest in anything metaphysical I'm not religious in fact far from it and uh, I was living in, with my wife in Perth in Western Australia and my daughter at that time was living in Adelaide in South Australia and they're some 3,000 kilometres apart we hadn't seen her in about five years and we decided to pay her a visit And when we got there, she was attending what she called a psychic development group. And uh, I think my first remark to her was, what the hell is that? And when she told me, out of interest, I went along there. And uh, I met a delightful old English lady called Mrs. Rosie Penn. And um, I walked into this hall and Rosie walked up to me, put her arms around me and said, I've been waiting, I've been waiting for you. And that was almost enough to make me turn around and walk out again because little old ladies. and <laughs> So anyway, I, I stuck it out for the couple of hours that it was and she was teaching meditation and uh, giving various psychic messages to people and talking about spiritual guides and etc etc And when it was, came to an end, she asked me if I'd go back the following week and I said, yes, I would. So I took my wife Kathy that time. And when that was over, she came to me and sat me down and patted me gently on the knee like some little boy and said something very beautiful was going to happen to me. And that um, what had taken her s- nearly 60 years to acquire, I was going to get in a very short space of time, and it was essential that I kept my feet very firmly on the ground. And and really, I didn't know what the hell she was talking about. And uh, So
0: just for a moment, just to stop, because our listeners are probably... Um, wondering i think probably the important point here that we that you brought up to me right before we came on the air was that you weren't looking for an experience and i think a lot of people are looking for an experience they've read about metaphysics they've read about guides they've read all these things they want to to know about it here you are almost in a sense with your back to it being drawn in exactly exactly so this this woman Rosie uh, told you were ready for something to happen. What what occurred then? What
1: uh what happened was she took me into a smaller group, and um, there was six seven of us. And I I instantly got the knack of meditation. I seemed to be able to switch into it almost straight away. And about the second time that I went to a home, and this is the freaky bit, if if there is a freakiness attached to it which I I really can't explain, Uh, but I'll do the best I can. Um, One evening I had a voice coming out of my mouth that wasn't my voice. Didn't have any connection with what I was thinking. And um, that's quite an experience, I can tell you. Now you were conscious. Conscious. So, uh,
0: not to jump ahead, but would we say then that you are a conscious medium? No, not now.
1: All right, I'm wrong. It it passed from being conscious into a state of very similar to, I guess, if you've ever had a high fever. Hmm. uh, You get sort of semi-delirious and you know there's something going on, you're not really interested, you seem to float around. Uh, Then I passed through that stage to a stage where uh, I just pass into something really like the most beautiful meditation you've ever had uh, where there's complete silence and tranquility and then you're not aware of the passage of time and uh, that's the present state of affairs at the moment now
0: when that occurs then are you channeling is that the right term whatever <laughs> you know? so is this when uh, um, clear water is mm-hmm. that one of the is that when clear water begins to speak yes so you don't hear
1: I don't hear what a he word he says, says. no
0: and so you're always told after the fact, very similar to Edgar Casey, who was referred to by many as a sleeping prophet. Yeah. Um,
1: and and the, the, the message that uh, Clearwater has been giving right from the very start, he was saying that, and still says, that this is the time of the tribes, that the, uh, the earth is our mother, and that she's very close to death, and in her, in her pain she's calling out to her children and her children are the ones that walked the lands in the time before memory and they're returning now, either reincarnated into the physical or they have Indian guides with them and it's my belief that the time of the earth people, the aboriginals in my own country the Maoris in New Zealand and certainly your your North American Indians were all virtually subjugated round about the same time in history, very close together settlement of Australia, settlement of New Zealand, settlement of America the
0: the people before memory
1: the people that were closest to the earth, that understood the earth, that lived in harmony with the earth so they are incarnating now yes, now why an uh, an Australian should have a, a Cheyenne Indian come to him um was a little bit beyond most of this is beyond my comprehension anyway but uh, I feel a tremendous love when he's very close to me I know this is a bit difficult to explain to anybody else but I've been a very fortunate man in my life I've had a loving family and still have beautiful children and grandchildren but so I've known what love is but when I channel and he's close then it's almost an overwhelming experience of Total love and trust. And, and his message is love. Total love.
0: You use uh, in one of your um, advertisements, um, or I don't know if it's really an advertisement, but let's say it's a, a way for people to know that you're there to channel. Uh, you say that Clearwater uh, Cheyenne Shaman mm-hmm. offers timeless words of wisdom. hmm Are these uh, words of wisdom basically all about how we can fix Mother Earth? Is that what this is about?
1: Yes, he believes that um, we are inseparable from the Earth itself and he uses similes such as the ocean and the shore are separate yet they're one They can't exist without one cannot exist without the other so he says that the healing of the earth can only come about by the healing of mankind it'll be a natural process of flow on once we begin caring for ourselves then our our awareness will naturally overflow to the earth itself the earth is a living breathing thing as we are which is a new perception for us yet a very old understanding for the Indians. They saw it as, as our mother. They, it, it sustained us, it fed us, it clothed us. It f- so the the perception of the earth being mother is, is, is a beautiful one. Dan, I was wondering
0: um, I don't often do this. Matter of fact, I've never done this before and I've had a number of people who channel on the air uh, for some reason, I felt uh, that it might be right for me to ask you if if Clearwater would want to come through and talk to me and talk to the
1: listeners. I believe you would, John, uh, Bruce, I'm sorry. Um, as long as the listeners are aware that this isn't a, a put-up thing. Um, it wasn't planned it's 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 a spontaneous thing the energies in this studio have changed over since we've been sitting here together and it it seems appropriate to do it what what will happen i don't know because i've got no control over how long he'll be here or what he has to say it's i guess it's i surrender myself to him for whatever length of time he chooses to be here So, if you're willing to um, experiment with this, we're fine.
0: Dan is about to channel the energy of Clearwater.
2: I give you greetings, my son. My heart overflows with joy that you and I should come together. Hear me, for I have words of the heart to share with you. I come to all those that walk the path of the seeker. I come from the grandfathers to walk amongst you, but I do not come as a teacher, I come as a friend, I come to give direction, I come to give confirmation. Such as I do not come to impose ourselves upon you. We may only come to you when you call to us. And you call from your hearts and you call in a whisper and it is brought to us upon the wind. This is the time of the tribes, my son, the time of the warriors, the time of the wise ones. For once again they walk the lands they prepare for the coming of the spiritual ones. Our mother has called out. In her pain she has called. She has called to the children's hearts. She has called to such as you and you have heard her voice. For you chose this moment to walk the lands again, this time of confusion and uncertainty, that you might walk as an example to us. For you walked the land in the time before Mary, when all was one, when man walked with the four legged ones with the birds of the air with the fishes of the oceans and the rivers all were his brothers and you called upon the spirit of the mountains and of the forests man saw himself as part of all things this is the memory that you carry deep in your soul it is an ember that glows within you that you yearn for that you dream of and it has brought you to this place and I come and such as I to fan the ember into a flame that you might shine like a lantern in the darkness But my son, hear me. The time of beauty passed. The time of living passed. For man lost control of his passions. And he sought dominance over all things. For above all life on earth, the Great Spirit gave the greatest gift. To humankind the gift of creation and when man recognized this he saw himself as greater than that which had created him and therein lay the seeds of his destruction for he was no longer content to suckle at our mother's breasts He ripped at them and tore at their bowels, and our mother became sick, and the rivers and the oceans that are her blood turned to foulness. And now she is close to death, and the souls of the warriors have returned. And the wise ones have returned. For they will find places of sanctuary for the coming of the spiritual ones. The ones in the womb now, they will not forget. They will walk with spirit hand in hand. but it takes the courage of a warrior to walk the lines for a true warrior is humble and compassionate for he has been tried many times his courage his strength he has looked within himself found his strengths and recognized his weaknesses and embrace them for there is ridicule held at you and you are laughed at and persecuted but you stand straight and tall and this is the time of the gathering of the warriors they come from the four directions and around their shoulders they had the blanket of many colors. For they prepare for the coming of the one people, the one tribe. For in the time of the human beings, no one suffered alone. Each one knew their place. The children were held as precious. The old ones were revered, and this time will return. But it can only return when mankind journeys within and finds himself. All around you, old institutions crumble, old beliefs are no more, old truths. All away. You seek freedom, my son. Take back your lives from those that would use them and manipulate you. You are created in the image of the great spirit, and you are perfection. Whatsoever you desire you can manifest. The time before memory will be again, for the past, the present and the future is now. But my son, a council sits in this place for many warriors gather, man and spirit, once again walk side by side and when you call upon us we come you are not alone not for one second in all eternity you are surrounded by those that you have loved and those that have loved you for the bond of love is eternal and so This council sits in this place, in this lodge. And when the council sits, no one sits above the other. Each must speak. Would you speak with us, my son? But speak from your heart. Come from your mind. Become free and speak with us. How may we help
0: you? Well, I think the questions that some of us have are questions that have to do with the environment. You say that Mother Earth is dying. What can we do to help stop that and to nurture her back to her healthy state?
2: by looking unto yourself, my son. For humankind and the earth are not separate. One is the other. If you look into your hearts, if you raise your consciousness, you have great medicine and you walk before the people. You can create your magic, send out your thoughts of healing, of love, of compassion. You are not separate from the universe. The energies of the universe emanate from within you. Be cautious with your thoughts and with your words, for they are like arrows. When they leave the bow, they cannot be recalled. The same energy loves can also hate. The same energy that creates can destroy. That is the power of your thoughts that is the power that you are when you gather together with others of like mind and you sit in reverence and you send out your thoughts it raises the vibrations for understand this without you my son mankind cannot evolve The universe cannot evolve. For you are part of all things. Separate from nothing. You are the hawk and the eagle. You are the wind. You are the trees. The rivers, the mountains. You are not separate from them. Step outside your logical thought. For it has entombed mankind, become free once again. And as you do, so our will be healed. Can you understand this? Yes, I can. Nothing is impossible, my son. That is the beauty that you are. Yet you do not see this. You cower in fear you see yourself as insignificant but my son come with me gaze into the night sky see the stars in all their glory they were placed there by the great spirit part of the universe then gaze upon yourselves see yourself in all your glory in all your wonder You too were placed here by the Great Spirit. Without you, there can be no completion. That is the energy that you are. Every word that you speak, every thought that emanates from you, every action, not only affects you, it affects all the universe. And it is only when the tribes walk the lands again, each one caring for the other. For remember this, my son, when a child cries out far away in hunger and in fear, listen, for it is your child that calls. You are that child. You are the glory and the wonder of mankind yet you are its depravity and its horror you are the joys and the wonder the pain and the despair only when you recognize this can you come to understand the power that you are all is choice my son the time has come for mankind to accept responsibility of self, a task too awesome for some. Gather together with like kind, draw upon their strengths as they draw upon yours. Many times I have said, more will hear my voice than there are blades of grass upon the grey plains. And they will be so. For the likes of you will take my voice. And you will speak to those that have ears to hear. And the time is now. In the moment. Can you understand this, my son? Once again, I do not come as a teacher. I have no existence without you. You are my son. You are the reflection of me. We are not separate from each other. For the words I give you, I take from your heart. For you have walked in many places. You carry within you great knowledge, many incarnations. You carry the word of the people and you walk before the tribes. That is your task and you chose this task and I come to remind you and I come to speak to all those that have ears to hear when they sit in quietness listen and they will hear the murmurings of many wars. and they will hear their ponies. Truly, the grandfathers return. For you walk upon the bones of the grandfathers. They walk your cities and your forests. And they reach out to touch your hearts. This is the time of the gathering when the great council will come together and all will be welcome. But such as you, my son, you must leave the door of your lodge open and save a place by your fire. For there is a time of fear when brother will turn upon brother Yet do not be afraid, there will be pain and there will be suffering, but when a woman gives birth there is pain and then there is great joy at the new beginning and so it will be. When you speak to others, do not speak of fear, speak of joy and of wonder, create the paradise create the wonder bring into reality your visions so that your children's children will walk in harmony with all things this is how it will be if each one plays their part mankind must regain his freedom Take back your freedom that you surrender so easily. Listen to the voice that speaks to you from your heart. Listen to the silent voice. The time will come when man will no longer derive comfort from material possessions. And the time is soon For in truth, mankind seeks this. You must find quiet places to listen to self, to walk by the oceans and in the mountains, to sit in quiet places and listen to our mother, for she speaks to you. Yet your body speaks to you and you do not listen. Each one lives within their own reality and isolates themselves from the brother and from the sister that calls out to them. It is only in stepping outside of your logical thought that you can regain this freedom. Do you understand this?
0: Yes, I do.
2: You have chosen this moment. For from this time on you will see through new eyes. Hear through new ears. You chose this moment. No other. Man lives in time. Yet he is only life form on the earth that lives in time. There are seasons, my son, and you have chosen this to be the springtime of your life. For in the springtime, high in the mountains, the snow melts, the streams turn into rivers, and wash away the blockages and prepares for the new this is your life each moment can be a new beginning for all of mankind and you have chosen to walk as an example to others To walk quietly, to speak in whispers, for you do not have to speak in a loud voice, for you shine like a star in the darkest of nights. Others will come seeking, others will be drawn to you, they too. Seek the light that you have found. Truly, mankind journeys within and he walks with the people and the time is now. I speak with a straight tongue and I speak words of great power. You take my words Speak them to those that will hear, that they will speak to others. My son, I ask you to walk in peace and in harmony. Even in your cities there is great power, for they too rest upon the bones of the grandfathers listen for them for they brought you to this place they have reawakened you go forward like a warrior the way is prepared you have prepared the way for in truth what lays before you is empty It is by living in the moment that you create what is to be. What mankind has sent out must return. But it is you and those like you that can alleviate the suffering and place a balm upon the wounds. Do my words help you, my son?
0: Yes, they do. It's been a good, a very good to hear this.
2: I come in love. I come upon the vibrations of your love. It cannot be otherwise. Anger begets anger, hatred begets hatred, darkness creates darkness. Gather together with those of like kind. Speak the words that you hear. But speak the words true as they come from the heart. Bow before no one. Recognise the power that you are. Know the time was that you could leave your bodies and walk amongst the stars that you could sit in council with the wise ones of other dimensions and return to share the wisdom. For you are not alone many intelligences reach out prepare your hearts listen with your hearts and you will hear much As it was before Mary, so it will be if each one plays their part. My son, I give you my energy and my strength. Around your shoulders I wrap my blanket. In times of fear and doubt, Feel its warmth. Draw it close around you. In your quiet times, call to me. I will come. Walk in peace, my son. Walk in harmony with all things. Gather your loved ones around you. And when you speak, speak from the heart. Show you, children, the beauty of our mother and the beauty of mankind. Be at peace, my son. For I, Clearwater, have spoken. Ha.
0: Dan, that was a very interesting. That was Clearwater speaking through you. And you were about to comment on something.
1: It takes me a little bit back, it's a little while to get back to Earth again, but... I'm sorry, but... I don't know what he had to say, but he tells an interest, a beautiful story, I think. He says it in the time before memory, which I believe is the paradise that we all yearn for and talk about when everything was harmonious and and there was a beauty about man's existence with the earth that um, our mother, the earth knew the time would come that she would be close to death and she spoke to the great spirit and to help her the great spirit gave her the souls of the bravest of the warriors the wisest of the old ones and the innocence of the children and when she was close to death she would give them back and they would walk the earth again either reincarnated into the physical or as spiritual guides and that's exactly what's happening right now Um, he also said referring to his relationship with me that those that would be most attracted to me would, be, would have either had a, a previous incarnation as an Indian or would be walking with spiritual companions right now. And it does appear to be that way. There seems to be... He also talks about a gathering together of, of the warriors. And he says that it's necessary now because we have to bring the energy together. It's, it's scattered, so it has to come together. And I believe that's what's brought me here because that's the only reason I'm here. It, it, I can't think of another one, there certainly isn't a logical reason for me to be here. Um, and also he talks about there will be, loved ones will be reunited. Families that have walked before will come together again. But the recognition won't be so much physical. It'll be from the heart. You'll meet somebody and there'll be a, a, almost an instant bonding. It doesn't matter whether it's a man or a woman or even a child. Yes. There'll be just be that knowing. And he says, don't logicalise about it. Don't don't try and analyse it. Just accept it. And then it'll enlarge and you'll begin to understand it better. And, and Bruce, that's what's happening. That's what's happening. I mean, I have two children. But my family's like... My family's here in America. It's it's the greater family. And and it's getting stronger and, and the bond is getting stronger and I said to you earlier, it's like walking on a carpet that unrolls in front of you. And it is. It's it's there are people that I have an instant bond with and and uh, it's almost it's almost overpowering sometimes the beautiful things that happen. And I'm not out to convert anybody. I'm not out to convince anybody. I don't care if 99.9% of the people think I'm raving mad, as long as there's one that listens. Because if you bring it... I don't care if your life is happy. If you can blend this in with it, it's going to be happier. And if it's miserable, you're going to turn it around. And it's, it's a beautiful thing but it has to be in in it has to be in union with everything else it's you know I was a pastry cook okay so when you have a recipe there's not one of those ingredients that's more important than the other if you're gonna get a good product at the end so we live in a physical world we live in the material world we're entitled to its benefits but only when it's in harmony with everything else and that's what we have lost sight of
0: so when the balance uh, for example if you have too much yeast Exactly. you don't get a good uh, exactly. cake or if there's not enough... Or well,
1: you look at it in in every male, there's, there's female hormones. In every female, there's male hormones. If they're not in balance, you've got disaster. Mm-hmm. And that applies to everything. Spirituality. If you go too much into spirituality and lose track of everything else, well... We all know what happens there. If you go too much into the material world at the expense of everything else. So what we want, obviously, is balance all the time. Balance. Balance. He talks about there being harmony and balance in the universe, and it's only in the world of manor that balance has been lost.
0: Right. He used uh, the word time. He said that we have time here. There's time nowhere else. Yeah.
1: I think he talks about seasons. Well, yes, what we do, I remember
0: that he said uh, we,
1: we sort of live in time where there's sixty seconds in a minute, sixty minutes in an hour, seven days a week, three hundred and sixty-five days a year. So we're always chasing time. We see the beginning and we see the end, but there's seasons. I mean, you can have a a long summer, you can have a, a short winter, an early autumn or fall, you guys call it. So we. Because of our arrogance, he says, that we, we very often force things to happen out of context. Right. He says that you can't have the fruit before the blossom. Everything has its has its own season, and our lives have that season. And if we can blend in with our seasons rather than our time, which right, we've we, created...
0: Right, we, we make, for example, March 21st is spring. Right. We don't care whether March 21st is spring or no. not. If it's not spring, it's wrong. If it is spring, it's right. Exactly. If it was spring before the 21st... That was fine because we had yeah. an early spring, but it, but there's definitely March twenty yeah. first.
1: Exactly, exactly.
0: Which is our our, our making and our arrogance to yeah. believe that there is something there. May I ask you um, in the story that you related about Mother Earth? Are we to then feel that that this is hopeless? That Mother Earth is dying? Then is this it?
1: No. Because that is, that's a logical deduction. Okay. For instance, if you go to the doctor, the doctor says you have cancer, you say, how long have I got to live, doc? And because of his, his academic training and, and his books and, and his past experience, he's going to know logically that there's going to be a logical sequence of events. It's going to go A, B, C, D, E, F, G or whatever. So he'll say, well, you know, you've got three months, you've got six months. And nearly always at the end of that three to six months, a person will die. But if we could get into the fact that there is no logical sequence. Nobody can tell you when you're going to die. Mm-hmm. You're the one that has control of that. Hmm. But logicality says that this guy, you go to him. He, Clearwater talks about take back your freedom. This is what he's talking about. Look, exactly we've given, we've yeah. given away our power. We've given away our power, and we, we have tremendous power. And, Bruce, I've seen it work. It's worked in my life. It's worked in my life.
0: So we, as a, as, a, as a people, need to take back our power and say, Mother Earth is important. We can't let her die. Exactly. We
1: must take control. If we take control of it. our lives, right. then the, the, the automatically the Earth will, because we, we'll begin to recognize what we've done and we'll know how to alleviate it. One of the questions that I had asked was,
0: what can we do? And Clearwater said that very thing, that that I need to look inside. We need to look inside. We need to correct our own lives. So that in a sense, um, it made me feel that there's nothing wrong with an environmentalist, per se. And yet, an environmentalist would be a person who had looked in on themselves and decided what needed to be done, but that person cannot influence other people unless they've looked into themselves yep.
1: and corrected themselves first. He, he he talks about um, um, a simile, sort of a moth to a flame. If if you if you suddenly um, something happens, Bruce, that that when you when you get, I hate using these cliches, this new age stuff, because a lot of that I honestly believe is claptrap. It, it, when you sort of get an awareness you raise your vibrations and you start attracting like kind to you that yeah. feel exactly the way you do very often old friends will drop away from you you won't quarrel with them it'll be a natural process of shred of shedding and new ones will take their place so all the time you're raising your vibrations and and for instance uh, a personal experience I had uh, last year in, in Cairns, where I'm living in North Queensland, I did a fire walk, and uh, there were 40 people there, and 35 of them did a the fire walk. Now, the fire was 900 degrees Celsius,
0: okay? So 900 degrees, I mean, in all
1: Well, you try scientific, right? <laughs> you try barbecuing a chop at 900 degrees Celsius and see what happens. Right, I mean, we're talking about an explosion. Right, that's what we're talking about yeah, this you, you, very hot. This I mean you can burn bricks at it you right. know, when, when they're baking bricks 35 out of the 40 people did it and that's because they took back their power they took back their power now that I mean I believe, I'm not a religious man mm-hmm. I'm still not a religious man but I believe that there was a man called Jesus I believe he was the greatest psychic of them all mm-hmm. the way we look at it but what he was, was a man And he said, what I can do, you can do and more. And we didn't listen. Or if we did, we didn't listen in the right context. So in other words, I can heal you and you can heal me. And that is what we're moving into now. We're moving into a brilliant time in the history of man. There's going to be a lot of pain, I really believe that because very reluctantly people will shed a lot of the things out of fear mostly because very often you can be in a circumstance in your life that, say job wise um, you're in a job, you don't really want it it pays the rent, educates the kids and so on and so on and so on you're afraid to step out of it so you stay in that uncomfortable position it's a bit like the devil you know is better than the one you don't know so we surrender our our. our what we are you know
0: I think one of the really great analogies that I remember being told to me once by a teacher was we're in a little hut and we don't want to leave this hut eventually we're being pulled from the hut we're being pushed we cannot see where we're going waiting for us is a castle we fight all the way Until the hut is gone, all we think about is the hut. When we we see the castle, we realize that we were leaving nothing and coming to everything.
1: Yeah, I believe that. That's the stage mankind has reached now. I don't believe these doom and gloom prophets. I believe that we have control. But if we keep surrendering that control and see the situation as hopeless, that is exactly what it is going to be. It's going to be hopeless. Well,
0: Dan, this has been an exceptionally wonderful interview. The first thing I want to say is I really appreciate you uh, surrendering yourself on the radio show, allowing Clearwater to come through and speak. And Dan, I really appreciate you coming on the show today. Thank you
1: so much. I appreciate the opportunity, Bruce. Thank you very much indeed, and thank you for listening.